Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Listeners, while you get tucked into bed, know that every night, thousands of Snoozecast listeners are tucking in as well, including in Turkey, Singapore, and Thailand. May you all have pleasant dreams. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Sacred Geometry. Tonight, we'll read The Golden Mermaid a story found in Andrew Lang's The Green Fairy Book. In this story, a beautiful mermaid falls in love with a prince. But it's not the little mermaid. It's different. We promise. Because she's golden. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The Golden Mermaid, a powerful king had, among many other treasures, a wonderful tree in his garden, which bore every year beautiful golden apples. But the king was never able to enjoy his treasure, for he might watch and guard them as he liked. As soon as they began to get ripe, they were always stolen. 
At last, in despair, he sent for his three sons and said to the two eldest, Get yourselves ready for a journey. Take gold and silver with you, and a large retinue of servants, as beseems two noble princes. And go through the world till you find out who it is that steals my golden apples. And, if possible, bring the thief to me that I may punish him as he deserves. His sons were delighted at this proposal, for they had long wished to see something of the world. So they got ready for their journey with all haste, bade their father farewell, and left the town. The youngest prince was much disappointed that he too was not sent out for his travels. But his father wouldn't hear of his going, for he had always been looked upon as the stupid one of the family, and the king was afraid of something happening to him. But the prince begged and implored for so long that at last his father consented to let him go and furnished him with gold and silver as he had done his brothers. But he gave him the most wretched horse in the stable because the foolish youth hadn't asked for a better. So he too set out on his journey to secure the thief amid the jeers and laughter of the whole court and town. His path led him first through a wood and he hadn't gone very far when he met a lean looking wolf who stood still as he approached. The prince asked him if he were hungry, and when the wolf said he was, he got down from his horse and said, If you're really as you say and look, you may take my horse and eat it. The wolf didn't wait to hear the offer repeated, but set to work, and soon made an end of the poor beast. When the prince saw how different the wolf looked when he had finished his meal, he said to him, now, my friend, since you have eaten up my horse, and I have such a long way to go that, with the best will in the world, I couldn't manage it on foot, the least you can do for me is act as my horse and take me on your back. Most certainly, said the wolf. And letting the prince mount him, he trotted gaily through the wood. After they had gone a little way, he turned round and asked his rider where he wanted to go, and the prince proceeded to tell him the whole story of the golden apples that had been stolen out of the king's garden, and how his other two brothers had set forth with many followers to find the thief. When he had finished his story, the wolf, who was in reality no wolf but a mighty magician, said he thought he could tell him who the thief was, and could help him to secure him. There lives, he said, in a neighboring country, a mighty emperor who has a beautiful golden bird in his house.